Okay. So welcome with tea with me and I. Today I just uh, want to talk about some few things that that. Uh, okay. This podcast is just about the stories of my life, the ups and downs I've been through in my early 20s, in my late 20s, because right now I'm 30, so this year I've been doing a lot of retrospects, and um, there are so many things I've come to realize that were really wrong about my youth, my childhood, and there are some which were good so i will start off with something like um, alcohol how i got into alcohol and uh did some test drives with other drugs and uh right now i feel like i wasted so much of my time and money which i could have done with other things but you know when you're doing those things you don't really look at it that way so well i cleared high school in 2009 and i joined campus kenyatta university and that's the year that i joined campus is when everything broke loose like that's when i started experimenting with things like sex and shortly after i was introduced to alcohol and my introduction into alcohol happened one day when uh, this guy i was dating took me to a joint somewhere in town he just told me we are going out so i went and we were there with his friends and they bought alcohol and so I'm this person who, at that point, I was this person who never wanted to feel like, uh, like I'm being left out, like um, at a mshamba, you know. So when they asked me if I've ever taken alcohol, I was like, yeah, I have. And they asked me, uh, what is your chaser? A chaser is uh, that... Um, soft drink that you mix with alcohol to make it a little bit palatable so i i said my my chest is sprite and so the sprite was brought and the alcohol was there and it was not a not this atismanov or a black label or you know this good stuff no it was there hard liquor hard backstreet liquor so i'm there i took a glass poured half of the alcohol and you know they were like whoa you you chico eh? Eh? i will see you so i put half of it and then half the sprite and i started drinking so i started sipping sipping and with time i felt like ah oh, this is something i can can handle so I downed the whole glass. By the time it was getting dark outside, I couldn't see where we were going. I was just seeing flashes of people and things. So, 
we started going home at around seven. So when this guy noticed how drunk I was, because you know when you're drinking and sitting, you don't really know how drunk you are until you stand. So when I stood up and I went back down with a third, he was like, whoa, this one is gone. So he helped me up, held me, and we left the place. So on our way, he, on our way home, he kept giving me smoky choma. <laughs> Those are sausages that they are cut. If you don't know, they are cut and put kachumbari. So he, I could hear him tell the guy, put a lot of onions and uh, chili. So he could put... He could pick the portion that had a lot of onions and chili and put. So I ate. By the time we were getting home, I was feeling a bit a bit sober. Then he told me, let's drink some water. So we went to his place. We, I took a lot of water and in no time, I was back on my feet. So that day I learned, oh, so, if I take alcohol and then I eat a lot of onions and chili, it stabilizes the alcohol. It doesn't mean that the alcohol is gone. It just stabilizes the, the alcohol in your body so you're able to function. So, luckily enough, I went home. By the time I was getting home, my mom was was not yet home. My parents were not yet home. My siblings were in school at that time. They were both of them in boarding school. No, my sister was around, but she she was still, they were still in, I think they, was, they were on their way from church or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But I was alone in the house. So when I got in the house, I went, showered, removed those clothes, and took a shower, then went to the kitchen, took, took more water. Then ate something small so by the time they were coming back i, w- I was i just told them I'm, I'm so tired i just want to sleep so i went to bed so so this became a routine every weekend uh my guy would come my guy would tell me hey let's go take uh you know have some fun so we could go, drink, I come back home, eat a lot of onions, come back home, then, you know, it became a routine. Sometimes I could do it even on work days. So that's how I got introduced to alcohol. Then... A few years later, like I think two or three years later, I was still dating this. I was still dating the same guy. So he ventured into marijuana. And uh, it's like everything he did, I did. So with marijuana, he just told me, hey, have you ever tried this thing? I was like, no. You want to try it? Yes. Why not? <laughs> So I took my first puff and I coughed like, wah, it was bad. And then I, and they were asking me, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I can't even feel anything. So I don't know. I don't know if my body was just adapting to all these things in a very different way. But 
I didn't react to it the way I see people reacting to it. So it became a norm for me, like drinking, smoking weed, smoking shisha. Shisha came into the market. We started doing shisha. We could go to this joint at uh, Nairobi West where they were just um, selling shisha and and uh, or mira. So people are there eating mira and that's where they are smoking our shisha. Then we go home. And there's no day my mom ever smelt it on my clothes because I could really, I was, I was really playing safe. Or maybe if she did, I don't know. So I became a pro <laughs> in these things. I could down a, a whole one liter bottle of Smanoff alone and walk home. I will drink those hard liquor and still be okay. But there's a day they went south on me and I I really puked. <laughs> I think I was not I was not ready for it. But uh yeah, and so as time went by it became the one thing that gave me joy, like drinking, partying. So my salary, I could get my salary, buy a few clothes here and there, buy some few pairs of shoes here and there. But then most of it would go to partying, could go partying. Sometimes I could just go alone. Like most of my birthdays, I, I, I used to go to the club alone. So, yeah, and with time... I became numb to having that guilt of having sex with someone who we are not in a serious relationship with. I became numb to that guilt where at a, if I have sex with someone, what is this person going to think about me? No, it just went away. And, and I could enjoy it more when I am either drunk or high on on weed and so in this year of retrospect a lot of things i've been having a lot of flashbacks i don't know why but i've been having a lot of flashbacks and some of them cause a lot of pain like when i think about some of the things that happened to me in my childhood i feel like my my heart is breaking literally like i'm feeling pain serious pain, serious emotional pain, or I start shivering, or I start, my start, my heart just beats so fast when I have those kind of flashbacks. So, I, I was just thinking about it, and right now I've been sober for, four years that is since I got married and uh, I've not I've been battling with a lot like the times when I feel like I'm disappointed I'm so disappointed I fail I don't understand how to express my disappointment because 
back then i could go out drink dance come back the following day i'm done with that person who i felt disappointed me i would never call them again just move on and you know when you're in that scene the parting scene you tend to meet people different people every time you go out so i could meet people we make friends we talk for some time then i realize this person doesn't really want to have uh, a relationship with me maybe they they attracted to me sexually and and i just cut it off because probably i'm not interested in them sexually so i will walk away and that was my life back then but now when i got married i'm stuck with my husband <laughs> So if I felt disappointed I would cry and cry and cry and I don't know I don't know how to release that anger so sometimes I could release it on him and make him feel like a total loser which I in this year I've just learned it wasn't right it wasn't a good thing to do but then my coping mechanisms were ripped off I ripped them off myself because nobody forced me not to I mean nobody forced me to stop drinking it's a choice I made because I was looking at what kind of a wife do I want to be want to be and what kind of mother what kind of a mother do I want to be to my children if I get one when I was getting married so I made the conscious decision of living that life like leaving it behind and starting a new journey so so here i am uh remembering everything that happened in my childhood which put so many scars on me and the best way for me to to cover the scars was to drink have sex with different men smoke weed uh try something called i don't know if people know but there's a drug called kuber um the masais use it as a as a as a med, as medicine but people use it as a drug so it gives you another kind of high just makes you high in a different way than weed does and i thank god that through this through this whole the the, the entire time i was doing these things there's no point that i got introduced to things like cocaine or or uh, you know those had 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 drugs I thank God that I never got to that point because for sure I don't know if, what would have happened if I had gone that far. I don't know how I could have come back to to being a sober person. And I thank God that my mom never gave up on me because there's a point she knew I was I was doing these things and she was constantly praying for me like constantly praying for me and my siblings too they are younger but they used to pray a lot they used to pray a lot for me and 
their prayers delivered me so many times like there are times when i would have been in a place in a club and i just find it hard to stay there till morning so i will just wake up pick my bag and tell the people i'm with hey i'm gone let me let me just go home and i will go home and i'm not drunk or anything i will just go home and sleep so maybe those are times that my mom was really on her knees praying for me just telling god please rescue my child and god did that for me and what i'm working on now is i i'm constantly praying that god will help me to to forgive and forget to recover the to to completely heal the scars that i have from my childhood which i'll talk about in another podcast today was all about alcohol and the reason why and drugs and that's not why i decided to talk about that today is because i see so many young people who drink like they drink someone drinks day in day out they are destroying their body their health is bad they are wasting so much money and sometimes we are so quick to look at them and be like oh this person is lost yes they are lost but then it's not that it's not it's not their their i mean it's not what they want to do at the moment it is the the pain maybe they are masking a lot of pain and so the the best way for them to mask that pain is to go binge drinking some people are just broken and they don't know what to do with themselves and they find themselves just wallowing in that pit of alcoholism and drugs and it's it's a it's a sad thing because you see most of us grew up with parents who are not who are not emotionally there for us all they wanted to do was provide for us uh shelter food clothing and education and health and that was it so so it's it's something that i look at sometimes and i sometimes i see myself back then and it's it's it hurts me because I remember where I was and I say like if it were not for those prayers I would not I would not be where I am now and so I continue praying for them and for you who might be listening to my podcast I pray that you know whatever it is you're struggling with that you will find deliverance just know that God is there God is ready and willing to receive you the way he received me and When you walk with God everything becomes easier. It's easy for those things to fall off, for you to stop having that craving to drink or to smoke weed or to have sex with strangers. It's it's it just goes with time. He he does his work well. God does his work well. He doesn't play around. So yes, I'm happy. I'm happy to to be where I am right now. with a lot of regrets yes time i wasted the money i wasted the mistakes i made but i'm happy where i am that i can be able to share those experiences with other people so yeah
let's meet again next time and uh, see you or oh, let's hear you'll hear from me next time bye